toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love transcending through the shadows into a higher state of consciousness we are souls on the journey opening up the conversation to heal awaken and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency it starts with you everything you need is within you this is your time i am stacy musial and i am sam fernandez and we are your co-hosts at be the love podcast thank you for tuning in and ascending with us hop on board the ascension bus this is adrian elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. This is Mia Tarduno. This is Brenda Carey from Sacred Path Healing Yoga and Reiki. Hi, my name's Steve Nobel. Here I am with Stacy and Sam on Be The Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be The Love, Transcending Through the Shadows. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Sam Fernandez. And we are your co-hosts on Souls on the Journey. And thank you so much for tuning in this week. And if you have enjoyed listening to our show, we would be so grateful for a five-star written review on iTunes. Reviews really help our show become more visible and spread the word to others. And so if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin just to take a moment and invite you to get centered with us. I'd like for you to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath into your nose and out of your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present right now. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing out the light and love and send it to someone you love and all of humanity. Remembering that you always have your breath to come back to. Today, we have Anna Anderson. Anna is a quantum coach, spiritual counselor, podcaster and Theta meditation teacher based in Melbourne, Australia. Above all, she is an inquisitive soul, a trailblazer, rebel, and a free spirit on a quest to find out how life really works. A professional communicator and internationally accredited life coach, Anna has been helping people across the world find self-empowerment and freedom from emotional addictions, traumas, and self-sabotage, as well as heal broken relationships. She is a certified trainer, change management practitioner, and neuro-linguistic programming practitioner. Anna is the founder of Quantum Living, a unique personal transformation methodology at the intersection of science and spirituality, which she has developed over the years. She works with clients at both the conscious and unconscious levels. And as a soul teacher, she imparts to them their knowledge, the knowledge, insights, and wisdom through her quantum living program. So thank you so much for being here today with us, Anna. Hello, Stacy and Sam. Thank you so much for having me. 
Absolutely. We're so excited to have this conversation with you today. So let's just dive right in and uh, tell us a little bit about your journey and how it got you to the place you are now. Well, my quest to find out how life really works started very early at the ripe age of four, <laughs> when I clearly remembered my past life and had my psychic senses wide open. I realized that there is much more to life than what we perceive through our five senses. Death, as explained by the Catholic Church, didn't make any sense to me. And I intuitively knew that we are more powerful than we realize. And so pain and suffering I was seeing all around and all bad experiences didn't make sense to me either. I knew that there is a better way to live, some sort of secret that must be uncovered. Personal and spiritual development became my passion, if not an obsession, since my high school age. I read every book and listened to every tape I could lay my hands on. Over the years, I walked on fire, explored energy healing and alternative therapies, practiced Buddhism, learned meditation, spirit channeling, past life regression, and explored hypnosis, psychology, neuro-linguistic programming, and finally quantum physics. I was looking for answers, or at least for direction, which I found in the works of many great teachers and thought leaders, such as Greg Braddon, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Tony Robbins, Dr. Wen Dyer, Napoleon Hill, Eckhart Tolle, just Dr. Michael Newton, just to name a few, and many others, including the channeled material, Seth Speaks, channeled by Jane Roberts, the Lazarus material, channeled by Jack Purcell, and Bashar, channeled by Daryl Anka. I did a comprehensive life coaching training with NLP several years ago and started my life coaching practice. As I wanted to help people with what I have learned to improve their lives. When I came across quantum physics, I saw that it bridges science and spirituality, which I was really excited about. Because up until that time, these two bodies of knowledge were on the opposite side of the spectrum. I realized that this intersection is a sacred space, possibly the secret to how life works. I wanted to find a unique space, a powerful recipe for the conscious and empowered living, I called quantum living, which eventually I adopted as my brand and have been teaching it since then. Hmm. Sounds like you've been on a really just powerful journey finding all the, the, the you know, all the thought leaders and, you know, people that have had a lot of influence. Um, and I know my life, you know, I'm really been, you know, drawn to a lot of them, Joe Dispenza and Tony Robbins and, and things. And so I think when you, you finally find something that clicks, it's like, wow, that's pretty, you know, amazing and what you can do and how it can really affect and influence your, your life um, and realizing just how powerful we are. So I'm wondering, um, so it sounds like you've been able to develop your own modality um, from just all the things that you've culminated over the years and what really resonated. So tell us a little bit more about what quantum living is. 
Absolutely. This has been a really exciting journey of discovery, including self-discovery and discovery of the answers I've been looking for, or again, as I said, at least their direction. So when I coined the term quantum living, I decided to create a blended methodology or a blended approach, as we usually do. We pick up knowledge and information, as you said, that resonates with us, that clicks with us. And then we build on it with our own experience, with our own work, and with our own insights from the spirit, from the quantum field, from the universe, whatever you want to call it, which in my case have been and continue to be very strong. So quantum living is a unique cutting edge strategy for empowered living, most of all, at the intersection of science and spirituality. So it, it brings these two bodies of knowledge together and it draws on the, on the key principles of quantum physics and, esoterics, uh, and esoteric and spiritual knowledge. Mm. These key principles, just to mention them, are the observer effect, non-locality, entanglement, and the holographic nature of the universe. And I can explain these principles a bit later. So quantum living is about understanding how life works at the energy or quantum level. And most importantly, how we can work with this energy to navigate through life consciously rather than on automatic driven by our unconscious programs and habits. Because one thing is to have the knowledge and understanding. And another thing is to actually apply it in our life because theory won't take us far. So it is about being street smart, being self-aware, self-empowered and free, learning the secrets of the ancient knowledge now confirmed by quantum physics which gives us many practical tools and strategies we can use to improve our lives. Mm -hmm. And uh, it might be of interest uh, for me to mention uh, that these key principles give us six fundamental instructions, which I teach in my quantum living programs, which align, which allow us to align our energy with the quantum field. And these are, one, our environment is an extension of our mind. Two, we create our reality on two levels, conscious and unconscious. Three, we continuously send our energy signature, which is our state of being, into the quantum field, which attracts people and events that match our frequency. So that's our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, attitudes, our, our energetic signature, which happens whether we are aware of this or not. To, four is to change anything in our life, i.e. to create a new reality. We must change our state of being, which is what we are sending out. Our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and attitudes, and obviously the actions that follow from them. Five is a very important one. Imagination is more important than knowledge. Mm -hmm. Whatever we imagine, it comes into existence as a potential in the quantum field. Mm -hmm. 
And six, our beliefs and habits are the undercurrent of our life. And they will always steer us in a certain direction until we change them. So these principles of science, of quantum physics, actually translates into very practical, very important, very profound pieces of information and knowledge that we can apply in our life in practical terms. And once we do, our life changes. And as I said, once you have embraced quantum living, your life will never be the same. Because just like you cannot unsee what you saw, you cannot disempower yourself from the empowerment, self-empowerment that you gain with this knowledge and understanding and being in control of your life to the extent that we can, because obviously there are no, um, no definites in this reality. So it is a mysterious dimension ruled by synchronicity, the unexpected and the paradox to make things even more interesting where intention creates reality and the answers we find create more questions. It is about discovering how powerful we are and about reclaiming this power as our birthright. And this is what has been driving me in my work with people to extend this knowledge beyond my own understanding and my own applications in my own life to share it with others, to teach people those principles in very practical terms through my programs. Because my top value is freedom. And I very strongly believe in self-empowered life and in self-empowerment as, as the driving force in our life. So I am absolutely enjoying the work I do, this is my soul calling, this is my, my destiny. When I can see how people change their lives with the knowledge that I have shared with them. Find that, uh, that was very fascinating, very, very um, fascinating. Just, and I, I love when, um, you know, minds are able to combine science with spirituality, you know, because I mean, I, I believe that, you know, they, they should have, they should have been hand in hand the entire time. I, I, there should have been no separation because they do mirror each other so perfectly. Um, and just to hear you explain quantum living, just everything you said was like, you know, light bulb off, light bulb off, light bulb off. It's, yes, that, that makes sense. And that makes sense. And that makes sense. Um, and yeah, I, I also, you know, believe very much so that we do create our own realities and not every reality is the same. There is no umbrella reality. It's all uh, based on the individual and their intentions, their thoughts, their beliefs, things of that nature. And uh, when you explain when you explain that as as well as you did the way you did it just yeah it's it's uh, just very you know aha moments um, and I am curious to uh, to know the different kinds of modalities that you use in your quantum living work. Sure, 
I'm glad that things that I've just said have resonated with you because <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the whole purpose. So, uh, and I do hope that will also resonate with our audience. So the scope of my quantum living work includes one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I now conduct exclusively online, podcast, writing, and guided theta meditations. I used to run workshops and classes, which of course are not possible now due to COVID, but I, I do hope to resume them at some point in the future. <laughs> My quantum living coaching program is fully customized for each client uh, as a unique blend of coaching, counseling, spiritual counseling, theta meditation, NLP, energy work, and the proprietary quantum protocols, which are essentially blended tools, models, and strategies I have developed over the years. My program is as psychological, spiritual, and esoteric as it is educational and practical, as I firmly believe in putting things into practice that we have learned. So it's not only about theory. Mm -hmm. And as I work with energy, that work happens at the unconscious and conscious levels. I mentioned spiritual counseling. I am highly intuitive and often psychic. And while I don't do psychic readings, <laughs> mm. uh, some people ask me, uh, I receive a lot of insight and information downloads from the quantum field, the spirit, the universe, call it what you will, during my sessions with clients and often before when I'm preparing for the session, which are beyond my own knowledge and intellect. So they are effectively channeled. Regardless of the individual client specific issues and objectives, there are three generic outcomes of my coaching program that every client achieves. Self-awareness, which leads to self-confidence, which leads to self-empowerment, which is the ultimate outcome. In the end, I believe that self-empowerment is the most important outcome, the ultimate outcome, because it lasts for a lifetime and it means freedom to change our life experience and freedom from any dependencies and influences of other people and circumstances. I said that self-empowerment lasts for a lifetime as just like you cannot unsee what you saw you can't disempower yourself once you know your power, mm. unless you decide to give it away, of course, and it does happen. I will talk about my podcast a little bit later, so if that's okay. So now I'd like to say a few words about another uh, very important modality I use in my quantum living work, and that is theta meditation. Mm. When several years ago, I, many years ago now, I uh, learned meditation and, and started my meditation practice, I was looking for that often advertised or marketed a super meditation level or super consciousness during meditation that to meditate like a monk, that extra... A, a, or a, a new and very special state of mind we can put ourselves in during meditation to get the most benefits from it. So, and it has never been this 
explained what it is, how to achieve it. It was just meditate like a monk. (laughs) (laughs) And so through my own research and and, uh, my own meditation practice, I uh, found out that this super special state of mind is effectively a theta brain waves. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the human brain waves uh, from delta to theta, alpha and beta, um, uh, which have different frequencies and produce different levels of awareness, the theta state is the most mysterious one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I realized that if I can, uh, if you like, induce a theta state in the meditation and maintain it throughout the meditation, I can then use the benefit of that state of mind, of the brain waves which affect our, our mind, then the meditation is taken to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And so when you are in theta, naturally and very briefly twice a day, that's just before falling asleep at night and as you're waking up in the morning, this is a very unique and very special time. This is when your awareness hovers between the awakened state and sleep, when you can't tell whether you are still thinking about something or already dreaming. Your brain operates uh, on the very low frequency of between four to eight hertz called the theta brain waves. And that's the frequency you want to be in during meditation as it opens many doors and dimensions you can't access otherwise. I actually call theta meditation the game changer. There is much more information about the amazing properties of the theta state on my website. So I will mention just three. In a theta state, you can walk on red hot coals without pain on blisters. You are in a hypnotic trance and highly impressionable and your creativity, intuition, extrasensory perception and psychic abilities are significantly significantly heightened. So the problem is that it is not easy to achieve this state at will, consciously, on demand, let alone to maintain it for several minutes. But there are ways and techniques to do it. So when I started producing my guided theta meditations, uh, just using those techniques within the meditation, my clients and customers kept asking me for help how to achieve this state. They were saying, I love your meditations, are very relaxing, relaxing, are wonderful, but I just can't, can't get to this wonderful state that you are describing. So by popular demand, (laughs) I recently produced the instructional theta meditation in which I take the listener through the seven steps of the theta process. And it comes with an introduction booklet, including a diagram of the human brain waves and their correlation with the meditative state and is available for purchase on my website. So tell us a little bit more about that, the theta state, because um, I, from my understanding, just from reading Joe's 
Dr. Joe's work, um, the theta is really like you can get you can access that state um, just by that deep relaxation. But that's really going into that deep sleep without being asleep. Is that is that correct? Is that how I understand it? If I remember correctly. Um. Yes and no, <laughs> which is a typical quantum answer. Yes, <laughs> no. <laughs> talk, talking quantum things. Uh, yes, it is a state between the awakened state and sleep. And it happens naturally it, it, between those two states of being every day. And no, it doesn't happen naturally. Well, I will rephrase it. It doesn't happen for every person naturally with a deep state of relaxation in a meditation. So some people will automatically switch to theta in a meditation, but most people will not. So what, what happens is when you get to this very deeply relaxed state, you are in alpha which is the level just about theta. It's about, it's between eight to 14 Hertz uh, cycle. That's the dreamy state. That's, that's your daydreaming, very deep relaxation. It's not the theta state. This is in, when you are in the theta state, that's where magic happens. And I describe it in the uh, intro booklet that comes with it. Intro, uh, instructional meditation, there are signs and signals during your meditation, which will tell you actually whether you are in theta or not. And one of such signs is that you lose completely the awareness of your physical body. I mean, normally, even when you're fully relaxed in your mind's map, you can sense your body. Once you drop into theta, you lose the sense of your physical body, like literally to the point of very funny effect, <laughs> which happens in your mind, which is you may suddenly feel that a parts, a part of your body or parts of your body are displaced. For example, you could swear that your arm is raised up high up in the air while it is resting on your armchair or your lap. You could swear that your head is tilted or that your leg is up or your legs are crossed. So those funny um, sensations in your mind, which are completely not true because if, if you were to open your eyes, you will see that your body is exactly in the same position that uh, as it was before your meditation, but your mind is playing tricks on you because the connections, the synapses that give you, that maintain that sense of your physical body are temporarily disconnected or temporarily dormant. So you become pure consciousness as Dr. Joe Dispenza says in his work, you become pure consciousness because you you don't have you don't have your physical body, which is the most beautiful feeling, and it is unmistakable. You you don't achieve it in your 
regular deep relaxing alpha meditation you have to drop into theta that's when you know you are there and then you can access information you can start healing you can do all sorts of wonderful things uh, because there is a mysterious part of the or two the theta state apart from physiological chemical uh, responses in your brain there is a spiritual mysterious and mystical part uh, or a state to it that allows you to access information to access other realities to access our dimensions to see your body and scan it for any issues to heal your body to to manifest things that you want in your life so it it is a it is a very unique and very profound state and it is absolutely unmistakable you know when you are in theta mm -hmm. i guarantee it you will know it mm -hmm. so so i have developed a number of techniques that i teach in this meditation uh, that people can consciously it's like little ex well almost exercises or, or activities or things that they can do consciously that will automatically induce a theta state and I've, I've been getting very positive feedback about this meditation. And people were saying that, oh, I've been meditating for years and I could never achieve the theta until I have listened to your meditation and, and I followed the instructions and I practice because there is also practice involved. Mm -hmm. some, people, uh, some people can uh, get there in the first meditation. Yeah. Um, a couple of years ago, I was actually running theta meditation classes in Melbourne and there was one lady uh, who has never meditated before in her life, ever. So that was her very first meditation experience. Mm. So I did live Theta uh, meditation with those instructions. Mm -hmm. And I could see, uh, just observing her, that she was very deep in, in it. Mm. When at the end of the, uh, of the meditation, when she came back, she, she was absolutely amazed that at the very first attempt at her very first meditation she was able to get there and she was experiencing all that I talked about and and she had a, an, an amazing experience of her own etc etc so mm -hmm. every every experience is different for everyone so often practice is needed Absolutely. You know, I've had a lot of experience with theta meditation just in my own journey and, um, you know, going into some really deep states where I've healed um, just some really deep emotions and traumas and I've manifested some like really amazing things um, just by like what, um, you know, just I was reminded of like what Dr. Joe says also is like no body, no, no thing, no, um, you know, mm -hmm. so you are like you're out of your body and you are working with that quantum field. And when it's you in the, you know, the quantum field, you're, you're, well, you're out of your mind, right? You're out of your body and, and you're just, um, the energy is working to, to create your reality. Um, mm. And, you know, and working through some of those old patterns. And so I'm wondering, um, this, this is like 
my, I love this um, topic because it's like a real fascination for me. And, you know, um, and I'm just wondering if you could talk a little bit more or just a little bit about um, how we can use quantum living and working with the quantum field to transcend us from those deep, you know, the shadows and move us into the um, higher state of consciousness. Great question. <laughs> I love this question, Stacy. So the principles of quantum living that I spoke about is a higher knowledge that allows us to fine tune our energy with the universe. And once we know and understand that everything is energy, that energy cannot be destroyed, it can only change form or move to a different dimension by changing its frequency, that everything is connected to everything else, which means that we people are all connected at the energy level through the quantum field, that we literally manifest our life experience with intention, thoughts, emotion, and actions. And we apply these principles in our life. That's the higher state of consciousness, a truly conscious living. And the more we understand this and apply in our lives, the more powerful we become. When we stay in the shadows, we are powerless because we believe it to be so. Mm. When we understand how powerful we are, we become self-empowered, unaffected by the challenges of the physical dimension, which we know we can transcend. That's the higher state of consciousness, a higher state of being. Living in the shadows is like living at the bottom of a mountain in thick shrubs and grass unable to see the true nature of our reality and of ourselves, unable to see the mountain, let alone the universe around it, living consciously in line with the principles of the quantum creation, we rise to the top of the mountain from where we can see and understand who we truly are. And in fact, I explain this uh, very briefly in practical terms in a little audio I have on the homepage of my website and on YouTube where people can listen to it on the lovely musical background, which goes like this. When you say, I can never achieve this, you've said it. When you say, my life is a struggle, you've said it. When you say, my life is a mess and there is nothing I can do to change that. Well, you've said it. Enough said. That's how you program your unconscious mind every single day. Without realizing it, you are creating the energetic blueprint for your experience that will match your expectations. Make sense? That's the law. That's how life works. Most people believe that positive thinking works by keeping you in good spirits and high energy, attracting all the good stuff to you. And that's true. What they can't see is that this universal principle also works with negative thoughts and emotions in exactly the same way. You see, life is really quite simple once we understand how it works. You hold the key to your life. You are the creative thought 
behind your experience, good or bad, whether you are aware of this or not. Once you have embraced quantum living, your life will never be the same. Oh, so much good. So much good in this conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm sharing. I'm sharing. <laughs> oh, man, I, I, I was and to be kind of off topic a little bit as you were saying that I was thinking, I want you to like read me like a bedtime story every night for like the rest of my life. Your <laughs> voice is so calming. Um, but oh, just I, I, I love it. I love, you know, what you what you put out comes back what you put out comes back and uh you know to me that's the you know that that is you know the answer of the universe is intention you mm. know the answer of the universe in, in my opinion is is intention and uh i just I, I i love it when you know i hear others you know it's kind of you know just the sounding board I'm like yes that's exactly that's exactly what i believe in um and yeah, and and you know, a lot of people, me included, for the longest time, and I, I I still do this from time to time. You know, there is that negative thinking of where, you know, oh, this is just it's it it's this is just as worse as it's going to be. This is my life now. My life is just crap. You know, my my life is uh, is uh, is not going to get any better. Um, but it is it is funny to me too because I mean we did talk about you know how we all create our own realities um there are these you know there are some little nudges from the universe every now and again the universe i i believe does it does intercept a little bit you know to kind of make sure that okay don't go completely off the deep end here let me uh you know let me give you a little bit of help here to kind of write your ship um and that's actually recently i i did experience that and uh you know, and the universe kind of nudge, nudged, and and luckily I did have, you know, an open enough mind to to listen, you know, and the ship started to ride a little bit. But, um, yeah, just oh, this is so good. This is just so good. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. But and you, uh, yeah, and you know, there was a nudge, a nudge, and stronger nudge, and finally a push. Mm -hmm. If we don't hear, if we don't listen to the nudge. There's one other thing I'd like to say, which I feel is important. Mm -hmm. If you ask me with all this work, with all this knowledge that we want to apply, is it easy? No, it's not. <laughs> is it simple? Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. So it is simple. I mean, you know, it's not rocket science. You don't need to have a PhD in whatever but it is not easy. Why? Because we are creatures of habit and our habits are engraved programs we carry from birth to the current point in our life. Mm -hmm. And that's the key to make the change and that's the key to silence our ego, which is our, our conscious mind which doesn't like change. Uh-uh. <laughs> Our ego does not like change. And it will fight and it will kick and scream. And it will throw anything in front of you to prevent you from changing anything that it likes, which is mm -hmm. your comfort zone, 
which is your habitual ways of living. So no, it's not easy. It, it does. So in other words, as I'm explaining this to my clients, it doesn't happen by osmosis, which is just comes through and that's how the change happens. I mean, it could or it might as a miracle. I guess everything is possible under the sun. However, in the work that I do, there is always some effort required. Just like with, um, with the process of achieving a theta state, there is a process you consciously need to induce or go through to get the results you want. If you want to uh, consciously start applying those principles and remember that when you have angry or negative thoughts, you are sending them to the universe. And because we are all, all connected, the people that you are thinking about are receiving those negative thoughts. They receive not as a thought per se as such, but they are receiving your negative energy. So when you can remember every single time this happens, that's how you gain and you correct, you withdraw that negative thought, that negative energy, that anger or frustration or, or, or whatever it is, and you replace it immediately with, with a, its positive a opposite, if you like. That's how you gain mastery of your life. That's how you become self-empowered. Is it easy? No, because it requires practice, 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 practice. That's, uh, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, I, I just, I love that, um, that little, you know, side note that you, that you did there. Cause yeah. And, 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 you know, it's kind of the saying, how does it go? Uh, nothing ever worth it is easy, you know, <laughs> something like that. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, it does, it does take real work, you know, um, real change takes real work. Right. So, um, and and by work, I don't necessarily mean doing exercises or activities, or right. which, which is part of that. But the first and the key, the most important step is self-awareness. So the first thing I'm, I'm teaching my clients become, is how to become self-aware. Because that gives you the key to your self-empowerment. When you become self-aware of a negative thought or emotion coming up and you can stop it quickly. When you become self-aware or the effect or the impact your behavior, your, your conduct, your thoughts have on other people, on your life, on electrical appliances. I know that when I get frustrated, my computer stops working or starts playing up, for example. Why? Because my energy of frustration, it is an electromagnetic energy that I am projecting. What is a computer? It, it is a device that works with electromagnetic field. I had my um, automatic uh, or remote control garage door 
suddenly stopped working. It was some years ago <laughs> when I had an outburst of anger. And I mean, it was so to become aware how powerful you really are and to be able to, and to learn how to control that power, how to, are you, I like to use the word manage as opposed to control, how to manage your, your, your power. That's when you get out of the shadows of running on automatic programs and being driven by your emotional, high emotional states to this, that higher level of consciousness, which is self-awareness and self-empowerment. That's how you get there. But it's, so it's not necessarily hard work, but it is a conscious effort that is required. And it's dropping out of the, the mind and into the body you know it's not yeah we have to bypass those thoughts that are always there that are trying to talk us out of you know our our self-awareness or our you know our healing really because the that part of us that you know the ego self will always try to um you know talk you out of going deeper than you you know than because it's scared it's thinks it's keeping you safe and so we have to learn to bypass that Absolutely. Our ego is our greatest enemy. Now, we need it. We do need it to protect us. But we need to keep it under control. When I say we, with the, with the heart or from the heart place mm-hmm. or with the spiritual part of us, with that unconscious uh, connection with the spirit through our heart. When we keep our ego in control, that's when we can create or change our life or improve our life and, and create what we want. So absolutely. Yeah. And, and the thing that I've learned along the way and, you know, just in my own work with clients um, and my, my own life, um, you know, it's not about, because I, I hear the, the term like, um, I'm always fighting with my ego or always fighting with that voice or, you know, and that voice is always there, but it's really not about fighting with it. We have to love it and, and, you know, not resist it anymore. So kind of falling into it. And, you know, I even suggest people, you know, if they're trying to go underneath that, those thoughts to really, you know, sit with that voice and, you know, maybe even give it a name and say, thank you for trying to protect me. Thank you for being there with me. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm, you know, I'm safe now. I'm okay. It's okay for me to do this work and we're going to benefit from this. And so to really give yourself that permission to, to go underneath that process or go underneath of that voice that's trying to keep, you know, you stuck in, in the, the same patterns. Absolutely. And you go, you know, what is a very good and quick um, strategy or, or technique, <laughs> uh, which I, I recently said um, to one of my clients who, who is struggling with that ego part, with the ego fighting what we are working with. I said to him, please send your ego on vacation. I like that. Just, just do it. Just send it on vacation. Now, what it, 
what it does to you, what it says to you is don't listen to it. Disconnect from it. Send it on vacation. And he loved it, by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, now I get it. Okay, great. I could use, my, my ego could use a vacation to Hawaii right now. <laughs> send, send it off to Hawaii. Done and done. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, <laughs> I love that. I'm not really sure where my, maybe I'll send my ego to Spain or something. I, I think my egos, my, my egos would really like to see Spain. <laughs> um, so... One thing, Anna, that before we uh, we had the the interview and we talked a little bit, there's a certain uh, technique or, or or an effect that you mentioned that Stacy and I once we read it, we were very intrigued. <laughs> it's it's a very unusual name, so um, we would love if you could explain to us what the cucumber effect is. <laughs> Wow, well, the cucumber effect, uh, it's not so much a, a well, I'll explain from, from the beginning. <laughs> it is one of those deliciously simple yet profound moments which propel us to the next level of our spiritual and quantum understanding of life, revealing the next clue in solving the life's puzzle or rather making us see it and recognize as such. It happened a few years ago. I was house sitting for my friends who went away on holidays or as you say, on vacation. <laughs> uh, we say holidays here in Australia. <laughs> uh, they had a lovely garden uh, where they were growing several veggies, including cucumbers. They invited me to pick and eat any veggies I like pointing out that the cucumbers were especially yummy. I carefully checked the cucumber vine. There were no cucumbers there, not even one at the time. About three days later, I was walking through the garden and decided to check if there was, if there was anything there I could eat in my salad for lunch. I came up to the cucumber vine and there it was a large, plump, gorgeously green cucumber, proudly resting on the ground. Now, normally I would have just picked it without a second thought, but instead I kept staring at it in awe. At first I felt an overwhelming wave of gratitude, giving thanks to Mother Earth for this beautiful, healthy, nutritious food she has produced for me. But then, as I kept staring at this cucumber, it hit me. Where did it come from? I mean, not from the biological or chemistry point of view of how plants grow, we all have learned biology in school, but from the quantum perspective, where did it come from? Three days ago, this cucumber didn't exist in my reality. I mean, I checked, it was not there. And now, three days later, or then three days later, there it was. With all its cells, molecules, and atoms, DNA, vitamins, and minerals. And then it hit me again, like a lightning bolt, that I know where it came from. 
This is what quantum physics tells us. And now Mother Earth has showed me in a way I couldn't miss it or ignore it. When something is not here and then suddenly appears, never mind it was two or three days later, it's still sudden. When something appears out of nothing, it comes into this reality from another dimension, literally. The DNA instructions may have been in the cucumber vine, but the volume, the structure and composition of the cucumber was not there. Where did it come from? I actually saw in my mind the cucumber slowly pushing through the veil between the dimensions, gathering all the material on the other side it needed to grow here, in this reality. I was hesitating whether I should eat this profound evidence of the existence of other dimensions, <laughs> but I was hungry, so I did eat it for lunch. <laughs> and I can tell you that was the best cucumber I have ever had. Now, this principle, of course, applies to every life being born here, plants, animals, and human babies. Something is created out of nothing, or something comes out of nothing. Where does it come from? Another dimension. And this is not a figment of my imagination. Quantum physics tells us that every electron appears and disappears eight times per second, literally. In other words, it oscillates at the rate of about eight hertz, which by the way, is the rate, the rate of the theta state. Between this and another dimension or dimensions, not visible to us. Now they don't do it all at once, as then we would be looking like transparent ghost with static. <laughs> <laughs> or, some, or something like that. And by the way, I'm exploring a number of theories arising from this phenomenon in my upcoming book. So that's the cucumber effect. What do you think? Hmm. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, that is, uh, that's, that's, well, that's not what I expected it to be either. <laughs> but no, that is um, simple yet profound. Again, yeah, simple yet profound, such as, you know, the universe, right? Simple yet profound. Um, and yeah, when you were telling the story, I mean, I was just visualizing like everything you said <laughs> and actually seeing this cucumber come from another dimension and kind of cross over, you know, the threshold into into our dimension. But it's just, yeah, it, it, it makes sense in its simplicity, you know, mm. and it's, it's, uh, like like you said, yeah, it's very it's basic, but it's very profound at the same time. And now I know what the cucumber, what the cucumber effect is. So. And I, I love that you know that effect that way you you're explaining just like each layer comes off, and and you're like another layer is revealed to you. So maybe like today, like I don't know why this is happening in my life, you know X Y Z, but like you know, tomorrow that next layer might be revealed to me, like, oh, this mm -hmm. makes sense, you know, and, um, and that's, you know, I can see my whole life before this unfolding, and, you know, what has brought me to this point, so I love that analogy, I'm always using <laughs> the, the onion, um, <laughs> you know, analogy, but I, I really like that, that, uh, <laughs> that is, thank you, um, 
Now I want a cucumber. <laughs> but I, I, I don't want to eat it. I just want to like look at it. <laughs> you want to experience it. Yeah, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and and this has been confirmed by quantum physics mm -hmm. that electrons, meaning energy, everything, appears and disappears between this and other realities. Mm -hmm. So this is another bridge between science and spirituality mm -hmm. that talks about other dimensions that 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 yeah. talks about uh, the the different frequencies uh, because that that's what happens and as i understand uh, all different dimensions mm -hmm. exist in the same time space continuum mm -hmm. the reason we don't perceive them because they are on different frequencies but they are actually exist here and now, mm -hmm. apart from the fact that time doesn't exist, but that's a separate conversation. <laughs> but they, everything exists here and now. So those other dimensions that the cucumber comes from or oscillates from between this and the other dimension are here. It's not somewhere out there or up there everything in, is in the same time-space continuum. Mm -hmm. All it's required is to change frequency. The afterlife mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. here and now at a different frequency. Mm -hmm. All other dimensions, uh, other levels of realities of existences exist here and now at different frequencies. Right. Which means mm -hmm. all we need to do is to change our frequency if we can, which mm -hmm. happens in this in a theta state because we are getting down to that to that magical frequency um to experience other realities so yeah, yeah i mean it's 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 simple it's but at the same time it's quite complex in the sense that it's difficult for us to wrap our minds around mm -hmm. it it's yeah. just mind-blowing <laughs> And it is, it's all about vibration. So as we like, you know, live, as we start healing, you know, some of those old wounds, the, you know, the painful memories that we're holding onto in the, maybe the, um, you know, the human 3D world, um, you know, we start to let go of that baggage and we can start to raise the vibration um, of our ourselves because we're not being dragged down by those old emotions. Um, but one of the things that I, I thought about as you were talking about um, the different dimensions and how we're all kind of like, it's all kind of working in the same reality and the dimensions is the Mandela effect. Are you familiar with the Mandela effect? Yes. And yeah. So I'm wondering, I, I'm just curious um, if you can talk a little bit about that phenomenon. Well, I... As far as I understand, the Mandela effect is about jumping to or moving to or switching uh, our reality or our primary, primary reality or parallel universe or going into a parallel universe. So, so what happened with Mandela was that some people had a recollection that he died in prison, while others 
had recollection that no, he didn't die, and then he lived, and and uh, and they were watching his presentations, speeches, etc. But because of the very large number of people who distinctly remembered that he died, that there was a funeral, that there was a, you know TV uh, programs, it was all over the media. The, the such a large number of people that remembered that so distinctly made us think, how can this happen? So a plausible explanation is that sometimes we wake up in a parallel universe. Perhaps we wake up every day in a parallel universe, in a different reality. And in fact, I, I talked about it in my podcast, uh, I, We Are Avatars, uh, or I talked about this concept uh, of experiencing different realities when we sleep and where we go when we do sleep here, etc. But coming back to the Mandela effect, it made us think that perhaps when we wake up, it is a completely different reality than the one we left before going to sleep. Now, the differences could be minute, could be some, or could be quite significant, such as a person has died or there was an event that happened somewhere in the world that other people don't remember. So again, we are going now into even more into the rabbit hole, <laughs> which is bottomless <laughs> of course we love rabbit um, holes <laughs> oh, I oh i love i love rabbit holes i yeah i love rabbit holes you can just i can just go into one and never come back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because well, yeah you. it is fascinating yeah absolutely it, that's just like a rabbit hole i just find so fascinating you know just kind of how we can all have like you know different memories of how certain events unfolded but, but these are like big memories these are big events you know not just like these you know small time events but even like siblings i know i've you know just and remember things completely different as children, you know, and I don't, you know, if that's parallel universe or, you know, if that's just how their brains are working, I don't know. It's like, I mean, there's so many different factors that could be involved with, you know, those things, but, but you did mention your quantum living podcast. So mm. tell us a little bit more about that. Okay. Um, as I am teacher, which is my soul archetype, and my calling in this lifetime, I was looking for a platform or medium faster than book publishing, <laughs> which can take can take several months, which I could use to share my knowledge and insights mm. in an informative and entertaining way. And so podcast was the obvious choice. I started it um, in 2017, in October 2017, but then I do some um, issues in my personal life I had to put it on hold for several months and then resumed and interestingly <laughs> I did media production as part of my communications degree that was a long time ago which included radio presentation and production and radio production so it looks like my soul ensured that I was well prepared <laughs> for this work and on the right track early on I named the podcast, of course, Quantum Living. 
And I wanted my podcast to be inspiring, informative, and thought-provoking, covering topics at the intersection of science and spirituality where quantum living resides. I love cutting edge, out on the limb topics such as psychic abilities, energy healing, modern witchcraft, soul journey through other dimensions, manifesting our reality with the power of intention, and also topics more down to earth coming from my coaching work, such as healing emotional addictions, healing relationships, and my insights on the spiritual purpose of the COVID pandemic. So I could say that in many ways, my podcast reflects my coaching work with clients and my quantum living work more broadly, which is as, as I said earlier, as psychological, spiritual and esoteric as it is educational and practical. It is mainly a solo podcast. However, occasionally I invite special guests to share their insights and wisdom with my audience. My podcast page and the show notes can be found on my website at quantumliving.com.au. Beautiful. Thank you for explaining that. Um, and so, um, so you know, you, you provided a, an extract from the instructional theta meditation um, so that we can experience that and our listeners can just have that uh, relaxation experience and really understand the effects of it. So let's go ahead and uh, take a listen to that. Lovely. Enjoy. Relax, gently close your eyes, take three slow, deep breaths, in and out, in and out, relax, let go. Allow yourself to fall into the softness of your being, into the arms of the loving universe, into the loving arms of God. Let go of all the tension, all the stress. Let go of control. You are safe. It is safe to let go. And now, focus on your heart and breathe through your heart, in and out. That's right. Very good. Relax. Breathe. When you breathe through your heart, your nervous system calms down. You are safe. All is well. Relax. Breathe. Your heart is your connection 
to your soul, your higher self. When you focus on it, your energy expands with love. Your breath is connecting you with the universe, the quantum field of all that is. The umbilical code that constantly gives you energy. Relax. Breathe. Let go of control. Trust. Dissolve. And now imagine a shimmering stream of white light entering through the top of your head, then flowing down your entire body into every organ, tissue, cell, every atom, cleansing, soothing, washing off all the stress, all the fears, all anxiety. That's right. Very good. Relax, breathe, trust, surrender. Relax, breathe, trust, surrender, and follow the sound of my voice. And now is the time to expand your focus. Place your awareness on the space around your body, the energy field that supports it. Explore that space. Few inches away, then three feet, six feet away 
from your body in all directions. Focus on that cocoon of energy that you know so well, your energy field. I will now give you a very effective technique that will help you focus on nothing in space. Have you ever had your eyesight examined for the peripheral vision? If you have, remember that box into which you were looking through a small opening. You are instructed to focus on the spot at the center of your vision field and then single tiny and very bright lights were appearing and disappearing on the panel all over that spot and you had to press the button each time you noticed that light while looking only at the center this examination takes about 20 minutes and when finished you were most likely feeling spaced out that's because this exercise was forcing you to have an expanded focus looking at one point in the center at all times and notice the lights all around it in all directions at the same time in places you were not actually looking at you could see them only in your peripheral vision So let's do it now. Place your awareness on your feet, in your mind's eye. And while focusing on your feet, sense the space around them and move your awareness away two feet, three feet, six feet away from your body in all directions. Sense the quality of the space. Is it warm or cold? Still or vibrating? Your focus is only on the feet, but you can sense the space around them. And now forget about your body, sensing only the space around it. Your body disappears in space. Your arms, your legs dissolve. And your head is no longer there. It is everywhere in space. Keep your awareness on the space around you in all directions. And now expand your focus even more. Sense the space of the room you are in and the building and beyond, the city, the planet, with no limits or boundaries moving into space. Your body no longer exists. It disappeared. All you can sense is space.
Focus only on space and follow the sound of my voice. Focus only on space and follow the sound of my voice. And now, it is time to expand your consciousness and dissolve into the quantum field. You are pure consciousness, unlimited and ever-present. There is no time, only now. You are the universe. You are everywhere. You exist everywhere. There is no space in the creation where you are not. You can choose where to place your awareness on this lifetime, a different lifetime, in the past or future, on a parallel lifetime, other worlds, other realities. There is no limit to your consciousness. All you need to do is to move your awareness from one place to another as you wish. So thank you so much for providing that meditation for us. 
And that was beautiful. And so thank tell you. our listeners, yeah, thank you. So tell our listeners how they can find you and what you're currently working on. Okay. Uh, the best way to contact me is via my website at quantumliving.com.au. Unlike emails, the contact form won't be blocked as spam or sent to the junk mail folder, which sometimes happens. So it is guaranteed that I will receive it. I am currently in the process of changing and updating my social media presence. So at this stage, people can follow me on my YouTube channel, which I'm still working on, and Twitter. Um, and I understand that you will include these links in the show notes mm -hmm. on your website. Yeah. What's new? I'm writing my first book, which is well overdue, <laughs> about how life really works, according to me, <laughs> and my spiritual insights, which is a blend of essays on various topics I have been writing on for many years in various articles online and in magazines, drawing on my experience of working with people and my own personal and spiritual journey and some very practical tips and strategies on how to improve your life with quantum living. I'm also working on a downloadable coaching program with topical modules such as healing emotional addictions, self-sabotage, healing relationships, quantum communication. So essentially topics, key topics that I work on with one in one-on-one -on -one coaching with my clients. Uh, and hopefully later this year, fingers crossed, <laughs> I will publish a set of Oracle cards, mm -hmm. quantum wisdom messages from your soul, which is somewhat unique as the subtitle reveals. Receive spiritual guidance in an altered state of consciousness. <laughs> and I'll just leave it at that. Mm. I love that. Sounds like you've got a lot of beautiful things in the works mm -hmm. and just really excited to read your book. It comes out. <laughs> I would say so, I, I can't wait to that too. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for being here with us today, Anna, and sharing your experience with us. Thank you so much, Stacy and Sam, for having me. It was an absolute pleasure and joy. And if I may, I would like to close with an expanded version of Namaste. Sure. With my deep thanks and gratitude for this opportunity to be here with you and your audience. Absolutely. Namaste. I honor the place in you that it is the same in me. I honor the place in you where the whole universe resides. I honor the place in you of love, of light, of peace, and of truth. I honor the place in you that is the same in me. There is but one. Namaste. 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 That was beautiful. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening to our show. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And if you've enjoyed listening to our show, we would love a five-star written review on iTunes. And of course, please share the love by sharing this with your friends. 
If you want to support the work we're doing, please consider making a donation to our show by visiting our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And until next time, love yourself, love each other, and love the world. We love you guys. Thank you. Love you guys. Take care. We will talk to you later. We at Be The Love Podcast are honored to be supporting the Komodi Foundation, which is a nonprofit organization in Uganda that is working to build a school that will promote and support healthcare, education, skills development, feeding the hungry, human rights, and environmental defenders. Their goal is to work with young mothers, single mothers, street children, and vulnerable families who lack nurture as they guide them to become productive individuals, which will lead to a productive generation. Please see our show notes on how to become a donor, mentor, volunteer, or sponsor. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Chrissy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphics. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey. And thank you for hopping on the Ascension bus with us. And remember, there is always a seat for you.